Hello and welcome to the WordPress Chick Podcast. Brought to you by the WPChick.com. WordPress explained for those of us who get headaches when we hear words like PHP and functions, but want to make money with their WordPress sites. No boring code snippets here. Just WordPress happiness made easy. Now, here's your host, Kim Doyle, the WordPress Chick. Hey, what is up, everybody? Long time no talk. I'm Kim Doyle, the WordPress Chick. And welcome to another episode of the WordPress Chick Podcast. Yeah, it's uh, been a couple of weeks here. It totally went sideways. Did not intend for this to happen. I actually had a fabulous trip a couple of weeks ago to Maui for a mastermind event, which was great. And it was kind of, you know, head down working my arse off before I left to get some projects completed and... Yeah, we're still uh, still getting the time management structure of things down, and I've got like four great interviews coming up for you guys too. But I have missed doing this and missed missed chatting with you guys. So I uh, I have a, a whole episode, and I can't believe I didn't. Well, I, there's going to be a little bit of a rant at the end of this. I just just going to warn you, it won't be too crazy. As I don't think my rants are, however, uh, interesting experience yesterday. I want to share with you guys. But before we do that, I did not realize that I had not done um, a, a podcast on WordPress themes. And I thought, well, duh, we kind of talked about plugins last week. And so, um, or the last, you know, solo show. So I thought, you know what, let's talk about WordPress themes. And so that's what, you know, the main focus of today's show is going to be. It's going to be about WordPress themes and actually picking the right one for your business. So I thought about this as, you know, I've done client sites, I've been doing them for a long time. And while I'm pulling back from doing that, it's it's very interesting because it's been a it's been a learning process for me in terms of, you know, how I choose a theme and the process uh, that I go through before deciding, because I don't code custom themes from scratch, I always take the child theme, and then we customize it from there. Um, but you know, it's interesting. I look back to when I started with WordPress and it was just like anybody, I think, when they pick a theme, the initial premise is what do you like in terms of the way it looks, right? And I've said this probably more times than I need to, but you know, when it comes to the visual side of things, I will bounce. If I go to a site and the visually it looks old or dated, here's a good example. I had a phone call yesterday with somebody and he was recommending this sort of community site that where people are promoting each other's stuff and it's really collaborative. And so I go look up the site and no, I'm not going to give the name, but <laughs> I go and I look at the site and I was like, wow, this thing looks like it's from like 1996. I, you know, so instantly in my head, I'm like, I don't want to be a part of this. And is that judging a book by its cover? Yes. However, if to me, if it's it's a site about for, you know, entrepreneurs and online marketers, then that should be important. You know, it needs to represent what's going on. It should be current. It should be responsive, all of those things. So anyways, th- that's just sort of a, a little side note. But, you know, that's sort of the initial thing I think most people think about when it comes to choosing a theme and a layout for their site. So when I first started working with WordPress and doing client sites, I usually just went with what the client wanted to use, which is not to say that that's wrong. If the client has a really definitive um, look and style or specific reason for using a theme, you know, you work through that with them. But as I got more experienced and I started working more and more with WordPress, um, I, I started going about things a different way. And things totally shifted for me when I found StudioPress. Now, I, I started working with StudioPress pre-Genesis. 
And I just found that I had an act. This is when, you know, the homepage on it was, I think church was the first one I used the church theme, which isn't available anymore. But it was, you know, the homepage was completely widgetized, which a lot of the child themes are as well, but there wasn't a framework beneath it. I just found that I had a knack for understanding how things kind of went together. And so I, I love the fact that um, I was like, oh, okay, I can work with these. And I liked that you could change the content, right? That you could dictate what showed up where. That was what made me most excited initially. And then I learned a ton back in the day when with the Studio Press forums, you could post questions and people were really great about you know, giving you guidelines and they've, you know, studio press is part of copy blogger media now. And they've gotten so big that I, I just, you know, they've got some um, how to's with each child theme, but there's no way, there's no way on the scale that they've grown that they could support just a free community forum. And, you know, there's some great, uh, there's a Google plus community that is fantastic. Carrie Dills does a uh, Genesis office hours once a week on Google plus with a hangout. So if that's something that you like, I'll make sure to put a link at least to Carrie's site, get on her list and she does some really cool hangouts and they're, they're really for Genesis users, but it's also marketing and blogging. You know, they pull in based on the guest and what's happening that week. I kind of digress there. So, you know, once Genesis came out, uh, well, first of all, I got to back up a little bit because I'll never forget when I bought, when I upgraded to the Pro Plus package with Studio Press, that's all I use for the most part. And it, it's not because there isn't other, the other opportunities or other options out there, I simply don't have the time. And I really feel like I understand Genesis for the way that I use it. And, and again, while we do client work, I don't, I'm not a coder or programmer, but I really approach WordPress from the marketing perspective and what makes it easier for the user and a blogger and a content creator um, than the code. However, I do know that the code is great. (laughs) You read enough about it. And that's why I think it is pretty much dominated the marketplace because, and again, I'm not saying that there's not other good, great, whatever frameworks or options for themes. I just, I haven't used them. So that's, that's kind of where I'm coming from with that. But you know, what I love about it besides just the familiarity for me. um, So we already talked about the code and stuff, but I love the fact that Genesis is constantly improving and it stays up to date with WordPress you know, there's nothing like going to update to the latest version of WordPress and something on your theme breaks, which if you're listening to this and you don't know what Genesis is, um, I probably should not have assumed you did, but the best description is what Genesis gives for their themes. So Genesis is like the, they talk, it's, it's, uh, the example they use is like a car, right? So the, that Genesis is like the engine to the car and the child theme is the paint job. Which, so what's great is every time Genesis updates, you're not going to have to go in and update your style sheet and change all these customizations that you've done, which pre-Genesis you did. And that was kind of a pain because they would come out with an update to a theme and you're like, oh my God, I totally have to redo everything. Um, so, so know that and it's just, it's clean. And the other thing that's great about it is I think because of the popularity with Genesis, you know, there are so many, um, third party companies coming out with child themes or things that are compatible with Genesis or, you know, as an example, WooCommerce having, you know, there's a Genesis extender for WooCommerce so that things just work well together. Or Genesis also comes built in with styles for um, gravity forms. So, you know, there's, there's, there's a lot of integration, which I think is very interesting. And I talked, I've got an interview coming up with lean themes and 
I'm not going to get into that. They great theme Kickstarter, then they're going to give one away and that's coming up. But we were talking about that and where sort of the theme marketplace is going and, you know, that there, there's a lot of opportunity for that type of collaboration, I think. So, you know, you take easy digital downloads and, you know, maybe that a theme comes out and it's got automatic styling for that kind of integration. The main reason I use Genesis is because it works. I can count on it. It's great. Um, I'm, I'm hoping we'll have some new styles of themes coming out. I, I think that, you know, there tends to be trends in design. And so you see that happening. And this is what, you know, we'll talk about that in a little bit in terms of how to actually choose the right theme. Um, but I'd love to see something different, you know, which can I tell you what that, that is exactly? No, but you know, I would think that any sort of theme company, there's going to be a feel right to the way their themes look. And so, you know, sometimes maybe it's like bring in another designer, bring in something that has a twist or which again, I don't know what that is. Um, but I'd love to see something new, uh, coming out of, of studio press in terms of child themes. And I think the last theme was, I think it was parallax that came out. Don't quote me on that. Um, so the other thing, another reason that I absolutely love Genesis is because there's so much flexibility for content because I love content formatting. I am a big believer that you really need to break up your content visually for the reader because people don't read the web the way they read a book, right? And so I think it's important that you break it up with images that are relevant, you know, don't just throw on a picture, um, but relevant images that then you want to name with a keyword friendly term, of course, um, but using different heading tags, using bullet lists, links, all that kind of stuff, break it up so that certain things stand out. And that's where you really want to play with the content. And I think I'm probably going to do a whole episode on content creation because I sent out a survey yesterday to my list. And it was interesting that um, the two things that people struggle with the most, the responses that I got were lead generation and content creation. So that's coming. And I'd love to hear your thoughts. If you guys, you know, um, want to just even answer those questions in this post, that'd be great. Or what your thoughts would be on, you know, some more content creation classes or whatever. Um, but Genesis makes it really easy to, to, to focus on the content and to differentiate. So as an example, I had, uh, I think it was a, yeah, it was a podcast post that I talked about WordPress sales pages, uh, landing pages and squeeze pages. And I talked about three different products. It was lead, uh, lead pages, optimized press and, and premise. I did a short video on each and there were graphics. Well, there was, and it was like a 2000 word post. So the content, there's a lot of content there. So because Genesis comes with different layouts, right? And depending on the theme, it's either, it's usually three or six different layout options. Um, but I went with a full width page. So I got rid of the sidebar because there was a lot of value in the content and I wanted the content to be primary. And I also didn't want somebody to feel like they had to scroll for <laughs> 2000, you know, the 2000 words with images and videos breaking things up. That's a really, really long post. Um, so the ability to pull the sidebars out is great. The ability to change the sidebars and, you know, so I have a podcast sidebar that I use on the podcast post that has a subscribe in iTunes, subscribe in Stitcher. Um, and I should pull in a couple other things. Probably I just haven't played with it too much, but it's a great way to differentiate because a lot of times if you have visitors or people that read your site often, you know, they've used, um, a heat map where people are, you know, they can see where people are visually spending more time on your site. And it's usually like the shape of an F. Well, if you automatically have the sidebar on the right, 
flip it to the left and, and put something different in there on a resources page or on a services page um, or on a particular category. And then see if that converts, pay attention, put something in that sidebar that will differentiate it. So you're like, so you can, so you're like, you're like, <laughs> I'm thinking teenagers. So you're like, oh my God, but put something in that sidebar so that you can measure if it was effective. So that's another reason I absolutely love um, Genesis is because it really, there are a lot of different ways to focus on, um, focus on content and, and make that a priority. So, so that's just another reason I love Genesis. And again, like I said, probably one of the bigger reasons at this point is that I just don't have more time to go and play like I used to. Although I am going to be playing with the Divi theme uh, from Elegant Themes. I've seen so many great things about it. And a quick shout out to Keith Davis. Alrighty then, let's move on to picking the right theme for your business. This is something that really took me a while to grasp because like I said before, as someone who gets overly geeked about the visual side of things, I have a tendency to approach theme selection based on what I like and what I want, right? Or this is how I used to. So the problem with that is there's a huge element missing. So how about the user, right? The visitor, the reader, <laughs> duh. You know, so before you go doing anything about the design and what theme you want to use, whether it's for you or a client, I think it's important to outline a few things and get clear on, on, on these points. Ask yourself, who is your audience? What do you want to happen when people come to your site? Do you want them to opt in? Do you want them to watch a video? After the initial action, which again, try not to have more than one call to action. Uh, what do you want them to do after that step, right? Where do you want them to navigate next? How do you want your visitor to feel? And then lastly, are you an agency, individual, or brand? And does the personality, you know, who you are come through? So these probably seem like sort of obvious questions, but you'd be surprised how many people don't think about this or don't address these questions when choosing a theme and even choosing the structure and layout of internal pages. They don't think about that. You know, what do I want to happen here? And am I making it easy for my visitor to take that next action? And I've thought about this um, in terms of e-commerce, which is why I'm working on the sell with WordPress course, because if somebody's buying, if somebody wants to buy a digital download product or some training from you, they shouldn't have to add to cart, view cart, you know, four, three to five steps really just to get to the the final, Hey, thanks for buying from me kind of thing. It should be add to cart and you know, it should be one, two click process. So that's the type of stuff that just starts shifting. If I were a visitor here, would, do I like the way this, this whole process is going down here? Um, and then once you've answered all these questions, I would recommend visiting as many sites as you can and taking some notes. And I don't mean, you know, navigation in the top right header, that kind of stuff. But I mean, pay attention to what you like outside of the visual appeal. you like, is it easy to navigate? You know, is it clear what the site is about? Do you want to spend time? Is it inviting? Do you want to dig deeper and feel like, oh, you know, it's kind of like, you know, Pinterest can be like a rabbit hole, right? You get there and you're like, oh, I'm, I'm done. Well, maybe <laughs> some people feel that way. I do. Or, you know, even going to, when I find a, a new graphic site, right? With, with new, um, graphics, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> 
it's like, I'm going to be there for a while because I enjoy doing that. Or, you know, when I find a new WordPress resource site, I do that. So you want it to be that sort of treasure trove, right? Do people feel excited about, oh my God, I just found this, this wonderful place, this great resource, and I want to find out more. So, you know, that's kind of how I would approach visiting other sites and what it does for you. All right. So this is a little side note here too. <laughs> uh, but again, you know, I was saying always try to think from your visitor's perspective, but do not get caught up in the trap of asking everyone and their mother for an opinion. And if you're a developer, you probably do not <laughs> do that. But a lot of times people getting a site done, it, oh, quick story, I had a local client, which was one of the reasons I don't often work with them. Um, eight pages of logos, eight pages, like with eight logos on each page. Then we bring in a relative to look at stuff and change things. Then we go to it, this, this was literally like a year and a half process and they never did the site, but we ended up going to then like a template factory kind of thing. And we like this. And then, and then we go to 99, it wasn't even 99 designs. It was something else. And literally I was included in a bulk email of asking for opinions. And I'm, it, it was like the neighbor, the dog, everybody. And it just, it, it never happened. Right. So at some point, imperfect action is better than no action. So, and, and again, not that you guys are those people, uh, but don't be that customer and not that you're going to be that as a web developer, but, um, and just for fun, if you guys want to be highly amused, um, go to the site and the links are going to be in the show notes, but there's a website called the oatmeal, like the breakfast cereal. And if you have been there already, just bear with me while I share this gem of a site with people. It it's kind of sums up my sense of humor, I guess, which I don't know if that's good or bad, but um, he's got a comic and it's one of his most highly read, most popular comics. And it's called how a web design goes straight to hell. And it is it is friggin' hysterical. I'm just gonna tell you that. And he's pretty funny in general. Um, but, and he's got a great book for cat lovers. I bought that for my aunt. Anyways, he's super funny. So just if you're a web developer, don't work with those customers. And if you're a customer, don't be that customer. And I would bet 10, nine times out of 10, when you end up with those, those customers, um, you've, you've had red flags, right? You've had those moments come up where you're like, uh, I think this is going to be difficult. I think this is going to be a challenge. You know, my challenge is to you is to say that nah, I don't think this is a good fit. And it's tough when you're building a freelance business, or you're growing a business to say, thanks, but no thanks. Uh, but in the long run, you know, it, it ends up best for everybody. They're going to find the right person to work with and, and all that good stuff. So that that's sort of my whole take on themes. And, you know, when I need inspiration in terms of a new layout, um, so I go to sort of all the standards. And I'm, I am a, a total inspector gadget and I have to dig around and find some cool stuff. Um, so obviously I go, to, you know, I'm subscribed to all the, the major theme houses, I guess I should say. Um, but what I would do if I were you is set up some Google alerts for WordPress themes for WordPress premium, um, subscribe to WP mail. And it's WPmail.me. Um, great. Comes out every Thursday. Go to WPMU. I mean, there are so many, but Genesis, uh, excuse me, Studio Press, Elegant Themes, iThemes, there's some crock a th- Anyways, just if you Google it, I spend 
uh, I don't know, a, a decent amount of time every day, just kind of paying attention to what's happening because that, it, that truly is part of, of where I can bring in value, right? And I, I often go to the wordpress.org plugin repository to look at what's new, what's happening. Anytime on a site, I view the page source, I'm like, what plugin is that? You know, I, I just have a tendency to do that digging thing. And it, it kind of just, it keeps me, I love learning new stuff. And so it keeps me going. Alrighty then, let's, we're going to shift gears. And this is going to be interesting because this, this little rant that I'm going to attempt not to be um, a complete numpty about it, it's, I haven't usually when I do the, the solo shows like this. So I, I go through and I think I've told you guys, I write the post out first. Well, I've written, you know, <laughs> it probably doesn't sound that I wrote out the WordPress theme part, but I did actually. Um, but the rant thing came about. So I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast that I went to Maui. It was a great trip. Uh, went zip lining, although, Oh, holy moly. I came in so fast on the fourth zip line, fourth out of eight. And they have these blocks on the line to, to stop, right? So you're not going to like flying up over. Well, I don't know if he pulled it down too far, but it hit so hard. I got whiplash. And then for like the next four zip lines, I was fighting tears the whole time. I had my sunglasses on and I'm like, I want to go home. <laughs> I actually skipped into that night because I had a really bad headache. However, so I mentioned, you know, that I did that and I've been in this mastermind and this is where, um, this, I interviewed Adam Spiel with the Facebook ads. I've connected with some amazing people and the trip, the trip was great. I literally left feeling like, wow, I've got this extended family now. But what's cool is th- this, there's something about being around like-minded people who just pull you up because you can be around like-minded people who spend a lot of time bitching or complaining or whatever, right? But, there is just, there's none of this. And it's cool because everyone's businesses are different, but it's such a supportive, collaborative environment. And if you didn't see it, I did a video with Trey, who I did interview Trey also. Um, but he's like, hey, let's go make a video. And I, as you know, I'm not in front of the camera a lot because I'm like, oh, I got to go get ready then, right? I had done my hair and stuff. It was crazy windy. So we go down and do this quick impromptu video on the beach. And it was great. And it was out of my comfort zone. It's on my Facebook page, uh, both the personal or uh, the WP chick scroll down. And, um, but so we did this video and so that's, I hadn't mailed my list. So yesterday I sent out, um, an email and it just was talking about the trip and that it was great. And if you haven't watched the video, go check it out. Um, and that I'm launching my own mastermind this month and to look for that. And I said, Hey, you know, oh, and it was with the survey. So it was kind of just, Hey, this is what's been going on. This is where I've been. So I had the most unsubscribes, which you know what? Hey, I don't, if you don't want to be on the list, it's okay. I don't want to have to pay for somebody that doesn't want to be here. It's not getting the information. But one of the responses I got was too much marketing and self promotion, not enough WordPress. So I thought, huh, fair enough. And I'm trying to think. Uh, probably the podcast I haven't had with the podcast and just the direction that my business, my life has gone in. I haven't had a chance to do as many, you know, WordPress posts and tutorials. And I actually have a few in draft that I'm working on with free plugins, some premium, all that stuff. But this is kind of, first of all, so here comes the rant and uh, I, I'm not even going to pre-qualify it. The bottom line is, is this a business and I'm just not going to apologize for marketing and promoting myself. 
And that's okay. I'm not going to be everyone's cup of tea. Um, and I think it was Erica Napolitano who said, love me, hate me, but don't be indifferent. So that's fine. And I look at this often and I'm thinking because when, so, because when, so <laughs> I can't even, here we go. As an example, I, I'm doing this new strategy session video and it's, it's really showing what I've been through, where I've been and what the mastermind's all about. So I go and I'd done this last fall. And so I'm redoing it. And my YouTube subscriptions went up from 35,000 to 65,000. Floored, blew me away, like 342 subscribers to 618. And remember, I know those are not, you know, crazy, viral, insane numbers, but these are just WordPress tutorials. Really, the only, there's there's a couple old, like, family picture slideshow type videos. Um, but other than the manifesto, that's all they are. Just WordPress, how to quick tips, whatever you want to call them. So I was kind of stoked and I, I, I don't actually remember how many videos are on my channel, but the whole thing is, you know, WordPress is open source. It's everybody's got access to it. Wonderful, amazing. And I would not be where I am today without this. However, it is a business, right? So the idea that someone shouldn't be marketing and promoting, it's just, it's tired. I think that that whole thought process just needs to go away. <laughs> um, you know, do you, do people complain about, you know, people who do, I'm not going to call out sites here, but there's a lot of sort of uh, magazine, WordPress aggregator magazines, right? And they do tons of reviews and the top 10 of this and top 40 of this or review of this theme company review of this plugin. And so yeah, they create content, but everything is affiliate links. And that's great. If they're going to take the time to show you how something works, I have zero qualms about I actually have zero qualms about anybody making money online. Clearly, it's it's how I make my living. But this whole thing about too much self-promotion, I thought that is just bullshit because I really don't feel like I, for what it's worth, when I pay attention to marketing, I think that's been my downfall. I need to do more promotion. I need to put myself out there and there are going to be people who are not going to like it next, you know? So I think when it comes, I would really be curious to, to know from you guys, do you feel, and you can give me opinions on me or not. It doesn't matter, but I'm really looking more for, you know, where do you find that balance? Because there are so many things that I need to unsubscribe from. But truly, when I unsubscribe from stuff, somebody's got to be really, really shitty for me to leave some sort of snarky whatever. I'm just like, eh, it's just, if it's time for me to unsubscribe, I do. And I'm not saying don't give me your opinion. That's fine. But Personally, I just, I don't think that I promote myself a lot. Um, and I would rather talk about marketing as it relates to WordPress than how to code something that that's not my skill. That's not my expertise. Let me use my platform and bring in somebody who can teach that really well. So if you're listening and you want to teach that class, let me know because I've got an audience and I am happy to provide that platform and doesn't matter. I don't care if you want to do a paid class, I'll host the webinar because that's something that I can provide to my audience and my community. But then at the same time, when I've got something new, 
Yes, I'm going to offer it for sale. If I'm doing coaching, which I am, and growing a mastermind, is it going to be part of WordPress? It is, but it's the whole package. It's for people who have a business and which that's not what this is about, but it is a business. And at the end of the day, here's something I got. And it's actually in my video that I just did when I was in Maui, one of my mentors. So there's two of these guys and he really comes from a sales background and I have never really enjoyed sales. But when I'm talking about something that I use, I love, I enjoy, I believe in, it it totally takes me out of the sales equation, right? But at the end of the day, every single business comes down to three things, offer, leads, and sales. What is your offer? And that means whether it's an opt-in, a service, or a product. And I don't know if there's something else in there that I'm missing, but every single business, I don't care if you're selling barbecues, if you're a theme designer, if you sell robes, you know, if you are selling just downloadable products, offer, leads, and sales, right? And that translates into multiple things into each of those buckets, but every single business relies on that. So to, so to me, thinking that, well, you can unsubscribe if you thought you were just subscribing to a blog for fun, but I, I don't need, I, whatever. This is really not about <laughs> unsubscribing because that's part of a business too, right? That's a reality. There's natural attrition. The goal is what am I doing to generate more of the right leads? Because at the end of the day, it costs what it costs. You don't discount your services or your products because of what someone can pay. You can't. And if someone can't pay, let them go, move on, next, whatever that looks like. But the bottom line is, I, I guess my rant is simply about, you know, if I don't promote me, why would I think someone else is going to promote me, right? It's it's kind of like, have you ever heard, you know, the saying with, you know, feeling grateful, right? And if you can't feel grateful when it's hard, what makes you think you'll feel grateful when it's easy? And it seems sort of backwards, right? Like, well, it's easy to do it when it's easy, but it's it's having faith when things are hard. That's when your faith is tested, not when everything is flowing. And I'm not talking religious faith. I don't. I will never get into that bucket on this show. Um, but just coming from that space, and you have to be willing to put yourself out there. You have to be willing to show up and just do the work. So not saying that I've got this all figured out. And I think it will take me until I'm, you know, six feet under or in an urn or whatever to to master that. But there is a mastery that happens, a mastery that came out really (laughs) lame. Um, But there's a mastery that happens from applying it and testing it. And you know, when I was going through some of um, what I was setting up with this, I, I can't tell you guys that this this offer leads and sales has simplified a ton for me because I think the biggest issue that happens with, it's really the leads and the sales is it's not so much that it's hard to get the leads, but if you don't put your offer in front of enough people consistently day after day after day, you're not going to generate new leads, right? It's kind of like a brick and mortar store. You can't just open the doors. What are you doing to get traffic in? The same thing happens with the website. And then with sales, are you putting something up for sale in front of people? <laughs> are you making, are you offering it? You know, and I have plenty to do in terms of making this a consistent habit and getting out of my head with worrying about feeling 
like I look smarmy or sleazy or whatever. I, you know, it's like, do you complain when you see an AT&T commercial on TV? Um, or like when I get uh, snail mail, right? So AT&T is our cell phone carrier. I don't have a landline, but, and I get deals for bundling, right? With the, the TV and the whole house thing, which been there, done that. And it just is too slow, but I don't get offended and go cancel my phone contract because of course they would ding me and charge me a million dollars. But you know what I'm saying? It's, it's like, okay, that's part of doing business. I, I mean, yeah, I guess I could go remove me from your mailing list or whatever, but do you see, do you see my point? I think it's just that the perspective, because it was interesting with the amount of unsubscribes I got yesterday, that was the highest I've ever gotten in a mailing. And although I, I probably should go back and really look at those numbers because the numbers don't lie. But I guess my rant is just winding down here and, and it just comes down to it is a business. What are you doing to make the sale today? What are you doing to create a compelling offer? What are you doing to generate leads? And some people are probably going to hear this and think that this is all just money driven, but that's, that's not it at all. Because when it comes to an offer, what is it creating a compelling offer is creating value. It's creating value for your audience, for your potential customers, for your potential clients, right? It's that value piece. The same thing with the lead. You know, I I don't opt in if it's a crappy offer. (laughs) You know, I mean, I've got enough, I've got a, you know, digital library of Congress (laughs) on my computer with the amount of, ooh, that looks good, or ooh, that looks good. Or how many times have you done this, right? You find something, you're like, huh, sometimes I subscribe to sites because I want to go back and look at the way they've structured a training or the way they're making their offerings or something or or just the site itself. And then I'm like, who is this when it shows up and I have to go look at the site. But for me, it's just, I think because of what I do for a living, I look at it like research and I pay attention. Um, and I pay attention to which emails I open and read, which emails I know I'm simply going to open it and find the link and go see what they're doing. So I pay attention to those things. But at the end of the day, you know, marketing, um, and promoting yourself, or it, it's simply a part of business. And if you are on my list and don't like that direction, the WordPress stuff isn't going away. It's kind of ebb and flow, right? Just like life. I go through, wow, I'm, I'm really into this a little bit right now, or I've found this super amazing video software that I'm gonna do a free webinar on to show you guys. But that's part of my brand and my business. You know, you, it's the person who doesn't mind when I do the Camtasia screen capture recording and then bitches about a marketing video. Well, sorry, <laughs> is what it is. I'm really starting to talk in circles here. So that was my rant. It's It's been an interesting process, but I can tell you moving forward, uh, the WordPress stuff is is not going away and I haven't done anything with Genesis in a long time. So, you know, maybe I need to jump into, the, into that a little bit more. Um, I don't know. You know, I am going where I feel pulled and what I enjoy. And I, I like to share that with you guys. So hopefully that comes across and that's something that you guys are finding valuable. So just know that the WordPress stuff isn't going away, but this is my business. And I do love the marketing side of it. I do love the media piece of it. Obviously, podcasting, video, publishing, I like all of that. And there's a lot more to my business than just how to do XYZ with WordPress. So Anyways, and I like to share the experiences in my life because it's my business that allows me to have those experiences. 
And I also share the stuff that sucks because I don't ever want it to seem it. There's, you know, things are easier at different points at different times. We all have successes. We all have failures. And that's invaluable to know that you're not in it alone, especially when you're working for yourself. So hopefully, yeah, here's the challenge. If anybody wants to count the so's in the next solo episode, email me, kim at the wpchick.com. Say, all right, I'm going to count it. And then we're going to call out the challenge <laughs> at the beginning of the next, next episode. And it's going to be a buck for every so because I'm going to break myself of this habit. Anyways, you guys rock. Thanks so much for listening. And if hopefully you enjoyed this, the chaotic, not as coherent, not that they're all coherent, but episode today. And as always, I would love, love, love a review in iTunes. So just head over to iTunes. Um, it helps people find the podcast. It helps podcasts show up more in the reviews. And uh, I'm going to start doing some shout outs. So two quick shout outs, and I'll do some more next week, but I actually have to wind this up. I've got a client training in like four minutes. Um, quick shout out to uh, Dave at Cape WP. He has sent me the nicest emails uh, saying that he enjoys the podcast. So thank you so much, Dave. So Cape WP is a WordPress developer on the Cape, on the East Coast, Cape Cod. Um, and at some point, uh, we'll connect and chat over dinner uh, about WordPress and all that kind of fun stuff. And Steve Harlow um, over in Australia left me an awesome uh, comment on the site and, and a review in iTunes on Australia um, that the podcast that I did where I was recording it in the car with my road recorder. So thanks again for that, Steve. And so again, it's uh, Cape WP is Dave. You can check him out. And Steve Harlow is the goodnewsherald.com.au. So thanks guys for the comments. I love the reviews and I will start doing some more shout outs and including that. Have a fabulous weekend and uh, thanks guys.